0: This is episode number 14 of Dev Branch, Developing WordPress yeah. Developers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Brought to you by ServerPress, Maker's desktop server. They make local WordPress development easy. Check them out over at serverpress.com. ServerPress. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me at Jason Tucker on Twitter. Jason
1: Tucker. I'm Steve Zangan. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive and I run the OC WordPress Meetup.
2: I am Say Reed. I make a teach press, preach WordPress at Say Reed Media on all the things. She does.
3: And it's your boy Jason Cosper, aka Fat Mullenwag, here to talk some WordPress today.
0: Go over to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify and follow us over there as a podcast. And while you're there, leave us a review. Also, you can go hang out with us over on Discord. Go to WPWireCore.com slash Discord for more info. Chat with (laughs) us.
3: So stupid. That wasn't
2: what I was intending to do.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It it sounded like those uh, 1-900 number commercials from (laughs) the late 90s that would be (laughs) on TV like late at night. I didn't mean to. Right at the end. Uh, I was going for ASMR not
2: 1900 you know
0: uh-huh pick, pick up uh-huh. the phone anyway uh. <laughs> all right today we're going to be talking about <sighs> developing wordpress developers and Hawa at the beginning asked me like what the heck are we talking about here
2: <laughs> uh, can i can i um can i introduce
0: please do please do right, go for so, it
2: so courtney and i have been talking for many a moon um about um WordPress training basically we're teaching people WordPress because we have we have taught people WordPress no in various much. forms for a really long time um not that long though because we're super young please I, stop but... okay, <laughs> all right. um, <laughs> anyway, so we are uh, uh, our, our audio-only listeners that. are
1: going are, are going like what the hell is this?
2: I don't know what's <laughs> happening. Um, so uh, Courtney has been doing things really officially because she's awesome like that and uh, putting all her time into uh, well, not all her time obviously, but a good portion of her time I'm sure into um, developing training materials at Learn. It's Learn, right? Not yes, Me. it's Learn. Yeah
4: learn.wordpress.org learn. and the Wordpress team behind Word. it is the training team over at make.wordpress.org in addition to the community and several other teams all working Make, together.
2: train learn um, all of yeah. those teams those are all teams which is really funny to me. Um and then uh Hawa what where where do you fit into the
5: the train team learn so i'm co-rep uh well co-teamer yeah with courtney and <laughs> get confused sometimes um yeah and i uh, so i joined training team i think it was last was it last year or the year before the years are melding since we've been <laughs> we through the already. whole thing <laughs> right. um, but i met um yeah i was introduced to training team at WordCamp europe so i think that would have been 2019 yeah and I joined them there, and then um, started heavily getting heavily involved in Learn around the fall of last year. And what do cool. both, this is a volunteer
2: position, or are you, are either of you, paid to uh, contribute? Is that how is that?
5: Just curious because we've talked about. That I'm already. I'm volunteering, so yeah, I'm not paid.
4: not paid. I have volunteered since 2014, and only two months ago took a position with GoDaddy Pro that afforded me time. To work on training and learn,
2: so it's like part of your job description now to contribute, right? It now Isn't that is. Awesome? That's the really dream. Cool. <laughs> it that's really a is the dream. dream, right? Like just yeah. to be sponsored no. to help people. Like what a—that's uh, that whole five to the future thing. But uh, mm-hmm. that's another topic. But it's good to see that people like you are getting into there and being able to to do that. Yay! Um, <laughs> but so you recently launched. Um, learn recently launched and we were going to have you on, but didn't work out scheduling-wise, basically a whole new set of tools, right?
4: Correct. Yes. Learn launched last summer, technically, and then a bigger scene was made of the launch last winter, uh, U.S. winter. So December, right before State of the Word. And during that time, we have lesson plans and workshops that are currently available. A lesson plan is things that have been being created, really, since the team began in 2013. Uh, Meetup organizers often will use them for resources to instruct at a meetup group. If somebody is not sure what they could cover at that particular meetup, that was kind of the vision originally. And workshops began last December as well. And discussion groups go with that. Discussion groups are available to see through the meetup listings. When you go into any WordPress dashboard, if you happen to see that there is something that says discussion group with it, that's referring to a real-time opportunity to talk with people that make some of the video courses and workshops on online. Oh, you're muted, say.
2: So. Kind of like office hours. Yes. Yeah. Like with the, the folks. And then so. But now, so that's been, th- this has been something that um, we've talked about the different nuances of is that my training, the training and the teaching that I've done has been more on the user end for small business owners and people who use WordPress to learn about WordPress and how to use it and, and get the most out of it. And the training that you're doing is training people to build WordPress, right? To make WordPress.
4: It can be all of that. Or it's all of some, Yeah, all of it. Yeah, all of it. There is a link on the training team site about who can learn help. And it's everybody from, I just want to write a couple posts and I need to know what I need to know to write some posts all the way up to, I want to be a developer or a designer and this be my main job, my main gig, um, along that pathway, learn can also help onboard people to all the contributing teams as well. So it's pretty vast. Think about all of the learning styles people have, all of the different job roles or the needs they have for using WordPress. Think about um, every skill level, every learning style, every language, every ability. It's pretty vast to think about how can we help people learn WordPress and remove barriers in that process.
2: It's such a big vision for education. Um, where, where would you say, um, you are in that, like, so, I mean, in terms of both quantity, but also in achieving that, that goal of all of those formats and all of that stuff.
5: Oh gosh. I think we've got a long way to go.
3: <laughs> we long, do a long way to go. This is,
5: yeah, that it is the big vision. Um, But yeah, we, we do have a long way to go. Um, I mean, we've, We've got a lot more, I think, since the launch. We we had a lot of people when we did the official launch in December join um, the training team and, you know, support and help and do a lot of stuff. And we've seen a lot of people come on as we've been talking about it at different WordCamps. Um, but we have a long way to go, which is kind of why we're trying to, like, reach out because it's not just about the users in, in the sense of if I just want to go in and learn something, but it's also... It's it's the businesses. It's what do you want to make sure that we actually have on there? So it's engaging with them and finding out what it is that they want to see on there as well.
0: Yeah, Great. looking at the looking at the website here and looking at the the page that you're uh, sharing with us, Courtney, um, there's a there's a lot. <laughs> yeah. there's a lot on here. <laughs> Uh, and, and uh, you know, a lot of folks are gonna need to be involved in order to make this happen. How, how big is the team and how and how big is you know like wh- what can people do to, to help out if you' if you are needing more folks?
4: At this time, we have a small crew, just as much of org contributors do, of regular participation during the pandemic, we've seen a lot of drop in that. Having joined the team myself, yeah. In New York in 2014 at a WordCamp, I know that the biggest opportunity we had for new contributors to join us was those contributor days right after a WordCamp. So we would see upwards 30 people plus at a specific contributor day. I remember WordCamp US in 15, the first one. There were 45 people sitting at the training teams table. Give props to some of the predecessors before me that were very active in the D.C. and Philly community because a lot of our early contributors were from WordCamps in the northern mid-Atlantic region in the U.S., Um, so we had a lot of people that joined the team at those times, and they contributed through writing some lesson plans and things. I think I counted upwards of 150 people when we soft-launched Learn as far as people that have contributed to the project in an ongoing way. We have some tasks that are light housekeeping, people can swing in for I want to give an hour or a couple hours here or there. And they can do a couple low lift type of things and be done if that's what they choose in an ongoing way. We're always open for having people that would like to contribute more to that. That could be things like say, if you've got feedback from you taught this thing, and maybe used a lesson plan or showed one of the videos even on learn as part of that process. And you're like, well, I've got feedback from the people that took that lesson or learned that thing. Sharing that feedback even is a, an area of contribution that we're open for. Likewise, we wanna know from employers, um, what do you need when you're hiring people and how do you continue that training? I shared with Steve beforehand that I would like to hear a little bit about that, but that type of feedback is really valuable for the training team to know. What's working, what's not, what do you need? assess so i guess i'll interject a question steve can you tell me a little bit more about when you are as an agency owner how do you provide that ongoing education or training to your staff
1: well i think the first thing uh before i answer your question you know the 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 company has to place a value on continuing education uh, for Mm -hmm. it to work at all Right. So there are some companies that that don't don't have that value. And I think you have to recognize that uh, up front
2: I don't know how Z, a tech we... company cannot value continuing education. Like how quickly do you become out of date if you do yeah. not in this? And that's and, and specifically? That...
1: And that's specifically why we place that place a high value on continuing education because it changes so rapidly. Right. And so we've, we've made that a part of our values. um, And, and ultimately I leave it up to my team to, to direct where we should go and what we, what, what we should learn and what they're interested in. Right. So if my, my my team is always kind of out looking at new technologies, they spend time playing with new technologies. We allow that in their schedule uh, to play with new uh, new technologies. And we also pay for, uh, any online classes or uh, conferences that they want to attend. As long as it's a, it's a pro, we're not. It, it's not a, it's not a blank check, right? We do review and make sure that, that, you know, it's something that's going to be a value to the agency, but. It's
2: not like a South and, by Southwest. <laughs> yeah. But I haven't,
1: I, I haven't come across a, a, you know, a conference that, that my one of my team members has recommended that we haven't paid for. Uh, but we also, uh, in addition to that, we, you know, we have a lot of online courses that we just have a team account for, like, um, uh, Treehouse and Udemy and, and things like that.
2: So, how do you train, you know, bringing it back to more specifically in WordPress? How, and, and not necessarily new technologies, but even just just when you're hiring, but how do you keep your people up to date on WordPress specific stuff? We talk about it a lot on the show, like the new stuff coming yeah. out. But do you, you know, would you use some of the learn materials if they were available for that? We would. And, are, and, I guess. Um,
1: and, and specifically what we're doing now is because we have a value on continuing education, um, all of our, every member of our team uh, you know, is able to spend time teaching you know, somebody else on our team. And that, that doesn't necessarily mean that you need to be senior to teach somebody junior. We have juniors that teach senior people stuff if, you know, if it's a new technology that they've just learned. So we, 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 we definitely uh, make time and we place a value on helping each other out. Uh, and so we kind of look to our team uh, for that right now. Uh, so it's mostly internal.
2: See, I think that that is exactly what you're talking about, right, Courtney? Is in and and how that like that void right there, where it's like the the in history of WordPress, most of the documentation has been very minimal or very uh technical, like without a lot of gradient between that, and then mm. not necessarily a great place for companies to come in and say, okay, here, watch these you know two new videos that came up that like cover the you know the latest hooks in you know 5.8 or whatever it happens to be so that's that's what you're more looking to develop still or are you providing resources for that already
4: so we are in the process of creating courses there are a few that are there polyglots has one that is about onboarding people to the polyglots team they are the folks that handle a lot of translation for the .org project, which is great. Community has one there too. And in the works currently is a get started using WordPress, but I've got a slight plan ahead. I need to flesh out a little more around theme dev. We have one, Daisy Olson will be releasing one in the not too distant future on theme dev as it relates to block-based themes. But of course, WordPress being back compatible, Mm -hmm. I also see a spot for how long will it be until agencies can get all of their clients converted over if they go that direction. So we need to learn the template hierarchy, we need to learn all of these things, even before we get into more advanced plugin development. There are these steps that we go through and that we learn, we start with something simple, like let's fork Hello Dolly. And then we move on to child themes, and then we learn the template hierarchy and putting together a theme from a framework before we move on to something more complex. So there is a lot to come yet. Courses are still brand new. So we have Mm -hmm. lesson plans and workshops. Courses are in the works, along with a UX audit and some results. So we'll probably see a slight redesign of the site in the near future. Mm -hmm. Um, But what the team could certainly use help with is knowing... Here are the highest needs or the highest priorities we have. And then sequentially, if you think that maybe instead of teaching child themes before plug-in dev, we should flip it or something like that. Um, That's just an example. But if you've got an opinion about the order of which things should be learned, tell us that information. Um, Those are areas where it's easy to contribute and speak into here's some wisdom from out in the field, what we need. Right. Right.
1: Well, and what's great about this um, is that you know from the get-go, you're teaching best practices, right? Okay. And and mm-hmm. we, you know, when when we when we're training each other internally on any technology, what the the what what is a, a constant throughout is we're always teaching best practices, right? And 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 we want to make sure, especially with WordPress, we're following those best practices so that our technology is future-proof and backwards compatible. Um, yeah. Without those best practices, you 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 know. It, has a tendency to break things.
0: Right.
5: Yeah. And I think what? you're also making it accessible as well. So it yep. it's you know it's it's not I mean we we did um I think it was last week we or a couple of weeks ago where we we actually went in and we um just made sure that everything was captioned. So because we had quite a lot of um workshops that were on there that weren't captioned and it was like somebody did call us out and we were like oh yeah actually they haven't been uh let's go in so it was a call out and we had people drop in and we also had people translate because I know we had uh WordCamp India earlier on this year and during that we training was there and we saw a lot of people come on and started translating and even producing you know like how to just you know join the wordpress community in their language and so getting all those captions so i think there's there's a lot of potential for learn and it's just making sure that we have all the different people that it can impact actually getting involved because you getting involved means you have a say (laughs) and (laughs) we make sure that you know we get it going in the right direction so yeah you know, one of the things I,
0: I um I found was pretty powerful within the WordPress dashboard was that little bit that shows up in the corner there or on the dashboard that says, Here's the upcoming WordPress meetups that are happening. Is there an opportunity for this sort of stuff? to also live in that WordPress dashboard to drive traffic in to be able to learn this stuff. You know, I was reading um, a comment that Daniel wrote um, on YouTube and he was asking that like, how do you even know this even exists? Like uh, you're, you're a WordPress developer, you you claim that you're part of the community, but you don't know that this even is, is happening. You don't even know that this exists. Could we get this thing in the dashboard? And if we did get something like this in the dashboard, would this help?
4: Cup- thoughts one yeah. if you're looking in the dashboard upcoming events the discussion groups that happen on learn are all there mm. one thing that people are missing though when they sign up to go do the do that discussion group time they're missing the opportunity to watch the video before they get to the discussion group so in the education world we have this thing called flip classroom you watch the videos ahead you do the assignment ahead and then you come to the discussion and you do the thing uh, so if you're going to join those discussion groups, please take advantage of watching or doing the thing before you show up. It helps with your it, learning journey. Um, is, it, I was going
1: to ask real quick, is this a matter of SEO? Because when I, I just, I just searched learn <laughs> WordPress development and I got the ones I expected, you know, yeah. um, um, WP beginner and CSS tricks and, yeah. and, and, uh, uh, all, all the and Udemy and all the ones that you'd expect. So yeah, it, is that is that why more people don't know about it because it's
4: not showing up in search results yeah i would like to see more seo uh one of the steps we have in creation of our materials is some seo review so thinking about what are the terms that people are searching for so that learn is the thing that pops up definitely really important uh if you go to wordpress.org in at least i know at least in north america if you go to learn I'm sorry, if you go to wordpress.org and look in the navigation bar at the top, learn is listed as one of those tabs. Mm -hmm. Also, um, there was that we've had ideas float around. I probably should make a proper uh, GitHub issue for this one. Ideas that have been floated around from long ago with there was a new user experience group about when we first start into WordPress, what we see in that welcome panel. Others have floated the idea of having a way to get people from that over to learn when in an unobtrusive manner, (laughs) right? So when we go to write a post, and we've just recently updated WordPress, sometimes we're prompted to like, hey, welcome to the block editor. I'm not thinking we'll be that forward with it. But something in the welcome box, when we're first installing WordPress might be really handy for totally new users.
0: I guess who the who who is the target audience in some of this? Because it sounds like it's a big mix. You have, you know, developers that just wanna brush up on new tech that's coming out. You have people that are brand spanking new, they're like, I highlighted a word now, how do I make it bold? And then there's people that are like, I wanna know how to move blocks around. Like you have that whole group of people that wanna learn this stuff. I don't know. It just seems like there's a couple places within WordPress itself uh, in the help tab up in the corner there. You know, uh, there, there could be a couple different places that this stuff could exist in, at least to, to drive people in. But what Steve was saying with SEO and all of that sort of stuff, like, you know, there's plenty of opportunity for for that as well. And, you know, it's just you, you got to compete with the with with the with the, the big folks that are doing this stuff already, I guess.
3: Oh, it looked like you were going to say something. I was going to say,
5: um, and if you are an expert in SEO and you want to (laughs) help, just come and join the training team. But yeah.
3: So uh, actually, I this is uh, something that Courtney uh, had touched on, and and how on Courtney, I wanted to to ask you about this. Um, you talked about uh, building uh, future courses where like there is the the greatest need. Like, uh, do you get the figure out where the greatest need for future courses are from the discussion groups, from like where where do the ideas for this stuff come up is it just someone volunteers and says oh, okay i can i can help you guys make a course like and gets to work or that's a great question
4: uh, <laughs> so at this point i mentally a lot of times i will look to how i instructed in a boot camp i've also instructed wordpress in a high school setting so i look at what would it take to get somebody up to i've never touched code or used wordpress to i can get an entry position in a job in the further part of the career that's where i need more people to give me input i've spent four years working with the events calendar and i love my time there i've got a bit of an idea from that experience about what the devs my dev friends have told me that they need to know um i wasn't a developer while there but i worked with a lot of them and i learned a whole lot about the process and so Talking to them about how did you get trained? What did you do? How did you learn this stuff? Was it easy or hard to learn? Easy. I never liked that word. In, in learning or coding or anything easy. Um, but I mean, that's
2: that's what we were ahead. talking about two weeks ago with uh, Chris but Wigman, too, is that there is such a gamut. It's not only this whole range of people approaching WordPress differently. It's also when you're actually developing the whole slew of different technologies now that you have to know. Yeah. So really like how, then this is what we were talking about on the episode is just like, how, um, how, how do you choose which one to focus on? Like we, and even last week we are talking about, you know, is it really you should just double down on react? Cause that's really where blocks are going. You know, do you need to understand PHP, yeah. you know, in the underlying technology? Like I think even just having a, a map, I, and we've talked about this, Courtney, but it's like a map of learn these first. And as you go, then learn, learn some react if you want to go in this direction, you know, sort of like maybe like a like a strength tree from like a D&D character or something like as you grow, <laughs> you can make these choices and you add these spells on, you know, and then you're like, OK, Good well, points. I'm going to add my react spell and then. <laughs>
1: um, but I, I and I know we're we're running short on time, but there was a, another part of your question I think is important is, is how do you get hired in the first place? Right? So it, that, that's wow. what, that's the first challenge. It's not how do you learn on the job, it's how do I get a job where I can learn on the job? Um, and I, I was going to say um, really quick, here's how we hire at Zeek. And, and and this is a refined process, it's, it's, it's always changing. The way we hire is we have a, a filtering system that we use on, on ZipRecruiter for first going through resumes to make sure that the resume uh, matches the job posting. After that, they go. The candidate goes through three interviews. It's an initial quick interview. It's a tech interview, and then it's a final interview, right? And even it, w- w- once they pass all those uh, all those interviews, we don't hire uh, immediately. We started all of our candidates on a 90-day contractor basis, which is basically their test period. Um, and if, they are, if they're if they're if they match if their skills actually match the resume, then they get they get hired. That's how we that's how we go through it. We do that really to make sure that the candidates can do what they say they're going to do. And so the reason I explained all that is, is what I was going to advise for people that are looking to get work in this space is be honest with yourself and be honest with your skill sets and your level because there's most likely a job for you if you're able to sort of self-reflect and make your resume match the job posting, right? We hire junior developers, we hire mid-level developers and we hire senior developers, right? And 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 those are three separate, separate you know, levels with a, with a very specific rubric of what's required for that job. Right. And we know when we look at a resume, if somebody, if somebody can, you know, has the skills to match that, that position, but if you're first starting out, you're a junior developer, and you have to be honest with yourself about that.
2: Would it be helpful? I think what you wanted to talk about Courtney, and I think this would actually be something that would help um, employers, not like a LinkedIn profile, but if your WordPress profile is that something you're working on that your your courses will show up?
4: Yeah. So, courses are launching and the idea is that we will see the completion of the course on your profile under another tab. So, if you were to look at any of your wordpress.org profiles, you see a couple tabs across the top. One of them would have a completion of a of the courses that you've shown. There are a lot of comments coming in, which I love because we want the community's input on this on learner achievements showing on your wordpress.org profile. So if you've got ideas or opinions about this, if the proposal that the training team has put forth is not something that you're favorable with, go ahead, tell us, but please be kind in telling us. Also, if you have other ideas or ways that you would like to see this happen, share those too. We're wide open for that kind of input, Uh, but having a progression of multiple courses. So not just one course, you know, one course might cover, here's how to do a basic plugin. But if you wanna be a plugin developer or get into a plugin development job, you might need a, a set of courses. And we're coming up with what the term is called in the near future but those pathways, those tracks, whatever uh, educational term we use for that.
2: Spells. Having,
4: yeah, <laughs> having lots of those all together and then getting something on your profile that indicates that you've done that and knowing what are the things that belong in that. We wanna make sure that we're accounting for having the right methodologies and that we make it an opportunity for more people. There are lots of resources already everywhere you turn but there's nothing that is a general consensus of saying, OK, on average, a junior dev in WordPress does roughly this and needs roughly this. Right. And that will change job to job, company to company. But there's some basic commonalities to that. And we would like to systematize some of that.
2: And that so that's like it's not like a core certification, which I know so many people have wanted and talked about is like, how do I get certified, you know, as a WordPress developer, but not only would at least badges, whatever you want to call them, make it easy to like a way to document the work that you've done in in educating yourself, but it would also serve as a place for employers to check. Right. And Mm -hmm. look, they've done all this stuff. And I mean, sure you could fake watching a video, but let's just give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Um, And then it also kind of, seems like it makes the profile itself more useful, like more active, because if you're, you know, you can get your one contributor badge or your couple things, but like if you're um, able to take courses and expand it and document that, then it's like, oh, go check out my profile and you can see what I know that kind of brings people in. It makes use of that profile in a way that mm-hmm. I don't think because I've never considered it being useful in that way before like almost better than a LinkedIn profile because it's so specific to WordPress
5: yeah and you could share it out hopefully Um, right try and get people to
2: share it um you could link it on your resume and be like here's here's the courses that I've completed so I should have this level of knowledge mm -hmm. so you know that would make for example Steve's job easier to screen people and be mm -hmm. like have you done these great yeah
5: cool. I mean we've got um there's quizzes and assessments built in to both the workshops and um, within the lesson plans that they're running. So, and within the courses. So, there is some element of assessment that goes on there. So, just watching the video might not get you all the way there.
2: (laughs) Right, exactly. So, that's even better. It's, 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 It's more valid. And it's this kind of standard that's being, you know, established that really just doesn't exist yet. I love it.
0: Well, that's about it. That 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 was great. I'm Hi. glad we we're able to talk about this, and I think that uh, we're gonna have to have you come back and discuss further. It it really stinks that that's gonna have to happen, but you know, wow. just, you know, things happen.
2: <laughs> Thanks so, <laughs> so much.
0: Yes, definitely. We'll we'll definitely have you back and discuss this stuff. And we had a, we have a lot. Li- we had a lively uh, set of comments that were coming in th- um, through the various places that we stream this out to. So thank you very much for participating in that as well. Talk to you all later. Here's our outro. Thanks over to wwatercooler.com slash subscribe to subscribe to this content and the other content that we put out here on WP Water Cooler Network. If you're listening to this as a podcast, you're probably even listening to this on the uh, Water Cooler podcast itself. I'm going to be putting it out onto that so you can be able to listen to it as well. If you haven't subscribed to Dev Branch, be subscribe. sure to subscribe to there. Talk to y'all later. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>